Welcome to the Making Everybody a Somebody podcast. This is your host Ritmi. And today let us learn about Chadav Pang, who is also known as the forest man of India. It was the scorching summer of 1978 when Chadav Pang, a missing tribal teenage boy, returned to his birthplace at Arunasapori. a river island on the brahmaputra he had just completed his class 10 exams from balikun jagannath barua arya vidyalaya in jharhat and was about to loop strangely back into a different phase of his life but no one could have predicted how different on reaching pang witnessed a sight that shook him to the core more than 100 snakes curved looped and twisted lifelessly on the deserted sandbar the boy's heart broke and from it burst forth a springtime without bounds distressed and seeking counsel the boy went to the nearby diori community village the snakes had been washed up to the sandbar by floods and had died without recover the villagers exhorted him to grow trees to save the reptiles for where there are trees there are birds and where there are birds there will be birds eggs and fledglings food for snakes and their ilk along with their native wisdom the villagers offered the boy 50 seeds and 25 bamboo plants the young lad just 15 or 16 set out all alone in april 1979 to plant life on the tough terrain of the eroded island covered with sand and silt he sowed the seeds and shoots 36 years later he has reaped a forest like all truly great people paying now in his mid 50s hailed the forest man of india planter of a jungle rejuvenator of the earth lone green warrior is innocent of his feet I never thought that my small initiative would make such a difference one day he says after all being third among 13 siblings which included seven sisters started small and poor his father lakiram and mother are fully fed sold milk for a meager living the 1965 deluge wrecked arunasapoi and forced being's farm family among others to move 12 kilometers away to majuli on the other side of river but that was not the only parting before relocating acute poverty compelled his parents to leave five year old chadav in the care of anil portakur a court master at the district judge court in jharhat who looked after his schooling after class 10 payang gave up school to look after the livestock left by his deceased parents he still has a hundred cows and buffaloes and makes his living from selling milk but he is no ordinary cattle owner he can lay claim to 1060 acres of tens defined forest from desolation sprouted inspiration which swelled into an obsession buying zeal to revive the land new no fences In the fertile period between April and June 
he planted the forest. He rattles off the species, like names from an intimate family tree: bamboos, baheda, teak, kamhari, custard apple, star fruit, gulmohar, devil's tree, tamarind, mulberry, mango, jackfruit. The list is varied and exhaustive. The rest of the year, he collected seeds and saplings. I covered a distance of a kilometer in five years, Pengri calls, and in stages it got covered with dense vegetation, dominated by trees. Local inhabitants nicknamed him Molai, meaning forest, and dubbed his woodland Molai Forest. At the age of thirty-nine. On the insistence of village elders, Payang married twenty-four-year-old Vinita, and they have three school-going children. The forest that Payang grew now houses five royal Bengal tigers over a hundred-year deer, wild boar, more than a hundred vultures, several species of birds, including pelicans, three or four greater one-horned rhinoceros, besides, of course. The snakes, who were at the genesis of the extraordinary story, a herd of 115 elephants visits regularly for three to four months. In 35 years, the Royal Bengal Tigers have feasted on 85 of my cows, 95 buffaloes, and 10 pigs. Paying says matter-of-factly, then adds jokingly, "They, the tigers, do not know farming. You see." Surrounded by his beloved trees, Payeng may well have remained in their shadow, had it not been for Jitu Kalita, a local wildlife photographer, who published an article on him in a vernacular daily in 2010. Today, Jitu is Jada's friend and mentor. President A.P.J. Abdul Kalam felicitated him with a cash award in Mumbai the same year. He was among the 900 experts who gathered at the seventh global conference of the International Forum for Sustainable Development at Evian in France. Sanctuary Asia bestowed on him the Wildlife Service Award. This year, he received the Padma Shri. However, prizes matter little to this man, for whom a whole crowded forest stands up in ovation. The Padma Shri is an award for encouragement, he says. But my aim has always been to do the good for the country. Even the president of India has to do something for the earth; otherwise, there will be nobody left and nothing. This nature lover strongly recommends making environmental sciences a mandatory subject to start them young, just as he did. If every school child is given The responsibility to grow two trees it will surely lead to a green India. Peng urges. Expectedly, he spends all the cash rewards on more forest. He has now recruited four laborers for planting as he eyes another 5,000 acre area. The forest could stretch till Majuli. He envisions further to Kamalabari and to the Brugar district. Next year, Payang plans to grow trees in some damned areas in Rajasthan with his soul brother Rajendra Singh, the waterman of India. All his waking hours, Payang sees the world in green. Come sunset, 
he went his way back home on bicycle boat bicycle for his 8 pm meal a little after dinner upon to smoothen the day's furrows and it's time for bed tomorrow is another day and in it lies the seeds of many more forests thank you so much for tuning into this episode of making everybody a somebody podcast make sure you drop a comment and leave a review to let us know how we made an impact in your life have a great day ahead and keep listening to us and enhancing your growth